Okay, Boker Tov. We're in the Gemara Mori Kotn Chafal from an Aleph. We're going to back up a few lines, just a second wide line. Tanner Avonon. We're going to discuss now exactly which days of the Shiva is a mourner forbidden to wear tefillin. Tefillin are called a pe'er, are called a glory. And the Prophet, Hashem told the Prophet Yecheskel, although his wife is going to die, he says that I want you to not observe the mourning period. And part of the mourning period is to, is to not wear tefillin. He tells him to wear the tefillin. So we see from that that not wearing tefillin is part of being a mourner. The question is, how many days do we not wear tefillin? And to this we have a machlokas. Ovel, gimul, yomim, rishonim, asul, tefillin. An ovel on the first three days is not allowed to wear tefillin. However, and from the third day on, and including the third day, you may wear tefillin. So, so, so that seems to suggest that the first two days not, and then just going into the third day, just starting the third day. In other words, you wait to put tefillin on the third day till after the sunrise happens. But... Uh, so that way you get a third day, but it's still not a full three days. Now, but, and let's say new people come on a different day who don't know about, uh, you know, when you were uh, wearing tefillin or not. So they don't know if he's already observed Shiva for a few days. They may think this is his first day of Shiva and he should not be wearing tefillin. No, you don't have to worry about it. Ain't a cholish, you don't take off your tefillin. Because we're not worried about that concern. Divrei Rebelos. These are the words of Rebelos. Rebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Yeshua says, no. Avail, a mourner, base Yom Yishonim Asolon Two days he's not allowed to wear Tvilin. And Misheni from the second day, but Misheni Bechlal, and including the second day, Mutalur Tvilin. You can put out tefillin, which means one day less. In other words, two days, you don't wear tefillin, but once you start the second day, that already is included as two days have passed, and now the second day, you can wear tefillin. So it's a one-day difference. However, they argue, and if people come later, and if new people come, and they don't know you already celebrated, uh, commemorated one day of mourning, you do take off your tefillin for them. So it's a double machlokas where you have, they're arguing at one point, is it two or one day, so to speak, or three or two days, whatever. And you have to worry if people come later, do you have to take off your tefillin or not? So comes along, Masna. So now Rav Masna wants to understand the machlokas. What's why two or one day? What's the difference? My time at Rav Lazar. What's the reason Rav Lazar? It says by Moshe Rabbeinu, when they mourned for Moshe Rabbeinu, and the days of tearful mourning for Moshe were completed. So it says, days implies a period of two days. So the Pasuk indicates the primary period of mourning is the first two days. Okay. Um, anyway, I don't want to get into other technical points. 
although it was 30 days of mourning, but the Yemei Bechi, the days of the real crying, it's a minimum plural, is two days. So that's the main crying, and that's the main time you don't put tefillin on. I'm Ravena. Ravena says, my time at Rabbi Yeshua. What's the reason for Rabbi Yeshua? It's only one day. It says, by morning, describes the punishment for those who persecute the poor. It says, Vacharisa, the end for those people, Keyomar, and its end is like a bitter day, which is one day. So that's the difference, two and one. No, it, they completed the days of crying. So it was two days. What? What's the problem? Want to give me your chumash? Want to give me your chumash? Even they finished. No, no. We're completed. We're finished. Okay. They were finished. Okay. Uh, now, each rabbi had a certain pasuk. So what's the other rabbi do with the other rabbi's pasuk? Rabbi Shur, what are you going to do with the pasuk that says the days of? It clearly was two days. Just listen. He says, Shiny Moshe. When you're mourning for Moshe, the morning is more intense. I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu gets an extra day than everybody else. You don't bring a proof of that. I, Rabbi Lazar, Nami Keyomar. But Rabbi Elazar, the other person has the post, says, Keyom, one day of bitterness. So he says, Well, he's going to split hairs here. The main bitterness is for one day. But since the essence of the crying of the morning is for two days. So there's different levels here. You got the first day is really the most bitter day, which makes sense. Then the next day plus going into the third day, so to speak, is for crying. And then we move up. Okay, fine. So we got machlots. What's the halacha? Amar Ula. says, it's going to be, uh, the question is, he says an opinion, but we're not sure. Remember, there's two arguments one or two days? Do you have to take off tefillin afterwards or not if other people came who weren't there beforehand? So he says, Halacha, Kerebelezer, Bechalitza. The halacha is like Rebelezer in regards to removing the tefillin. That once he begins to put on tefillin, he does not have to remove his tefillin when new people come. Bahalacha, Kerebeshua, Bahanacha. And the halacha is like Rebeshua in regard to putting on tefillin in the first place, that he can begin to wear tefillin on the second day of the Shiva. So now the Gemara is not exactly sure. The Gemara had a question with the precise meaning of Ula's ruling. Does he mean, Does he mean according to Ula on the second day of Shiva, you remove your tefillin for new arrivals, or does he not remove them? In other words, Rebbe a rule, the one need not remove one's tefillin for a new arrival from the third day of Shiva. But now we're holding like the other rabbi, second day. But maybe second day is only you could put tefillin on, but you still got to remove it because maybe we're all, you hear the difference. So we're not sure what he means over there. Therefore, when Ula stated that Allah was a blessing in regard to removing tefillin, 
When we take this literally to mean the luck is just as Rebbe said that one does not remove one's phone for a new arrival from the third day of Shiva. This will imply that one does have to remove one's phone for a new arrival on the second day. <laughs> on the other hand, since Rebbe himself does not allow a mourner to begin, even wearing phone until the third day, follows according to Rebbe Lezer, one never removes one's phone merely because of the presence of a new arrival. Rather, as soon as one begins wearing phone, one keeps them on even if new people arrive. Hence, perhaps, this is the principle Ula means to adopt as well, which is, when, once one begins to wear tefillin, one does not remove them for a new arrival. And since, according to Ula, one begins wearing tefillin on the second day, one would not remove them on the second day. So is it you start wearing on the second day, but you remove them on the third day? Or no, you remove them also on the second day, and you don't have to remove them at all. So that's the shy. Tashma, so will bring you a proof given by Ula himself. He says like this, Omar Ula, Ula says, He has to remove and down his tefillin again even 100 times. Which means to say, every time a new arrival appears on the scene, he has to remove his tefillin, and after new arrival departs, he puts them back on. Now, now this ruling obviously could not apply from the third day forward, since Ula already ruled, Allah follows Rebbe Lezer, on the third day one does not remove one's tefillin for a new arrival. Rather, this ruling must refer to the second day of sheep. And thus, it resolves our question. According to Ula, on the second day, one must indeed remove one's tefillin if new people arrive. Only from the third day may one wear tefillin in the presence of a new arrival. So it comes up, we're going like this, that on the second day, you can start putting on tefillin, but if any people come, new people come, you have to take them off for when they come and then put them on afterwards. From the third day on, you don't have to worry about anything. Tanya Nami Hachi, we have a Bryson that supports this idea. Yudam and Tema Omer, Yudam and Tema says, Cholet, Sobariach, Afilu, Mehep, Amim, you put on the tefillin, remove them, even a hundred times. So that is how they talk. Of course, we don't pask in that way, as we'll see in a minute. Because Rava comes along, Rava, Omar, Rava says, different than Ula. Kivan Sheiniach, once you're allowed to put tefillin on, you don't have to remove them even if new arrivals appear. Since we passed him from the second day already, we don't have to worry about the new arrivals. I wait a minute, but Rava seems to contradict himself. But Rava, who the Amr is the one who says, Halacha is like our Tana. He says, the first three days of Shiva you're required to observe before a festival in order for the festival to be canceled. Remember, we had an opinion. We don't hold it that. We said you have to have three full days. So that means the prohibition of tefillin should be for three days also. Right? Domer Shlosha. Or it says, Mitzvah Shiny. No, maybe for three days you have to keep, yeah, you have to keep uh, Avelus. But Mitzvah Shiny, since putting on tefillin is a mitzvah, we allow him to do it as early as the second day. Okay, so what does it come out? So it seems from the Gemara that you uh, can put tefillin on the second day, and but if new people come who weren't there before, you'd have to take them off and then put them back on. The, mish, the halacha is that, yes, we do not wear tefillin on the first day, but nowadays people aren't making those mistakes, and you don't have to take your tefillin off if a new person comes who wasn't there beforehand because more people are... Just know that people are going to keep the halacha. So therefore, let's give a couple examples to play this out. Let's say a person dies on a Sunday, okay, and a funeral's on a Monday, okay, 
So now, and let's say the funeral's in the morning. Okay, so now the first day of Shiva starts Monday. That day, you don't wear tefillin. That day, Monday, you don't wear tefillin. Okay, now you didn't dive in chakras anyway, but the point is, it doesn't matter. And therefore, you don't wear tefillin at all. The next day, Tuesday, you put you after sunrise, because you got to begin the second day. So therefore, that's interesting, you know, because when you have shiva houses in the winter, it could be a little bit of a problem if you're starting a early minion, let's say a seven o'clock minion for shiva house. He couldn't put his tefillin on until sunrise, which is more like what seven forty or whatever. So that's something that has to be cognizant of. All right, uh, if in Yerushalayim, person died on Sunday and they buried him Sunday night. Still, the whole Monday is the first day of Avelis. Do not put on tefillin. That is, even if, where you can say, wait a minute, I, I, I can daven shach, I can go to daven shachris on the first day of Shiva, which is unusual, except in Shalim. Normally, no one daven shachris the first day of Shiva because Shiva doesn't start until the afternoon. So you start with Mincha. But let's say in Shalim, we can bear him at night. So his first shachris his first tefillah is chakras of the first day of Shiva but still you don't put tefillah out on that first day of morning so it's not as no gaya for us because we rarely have that situation and generally speaking your first chakras at Shiva is the second day and since the second day you can already wear tefillah just to make sure that that chakras is after sunrise that's the final psak. okay now we begin the next sugya about the mourners' prohibition of working during the shiva. What? What? Now, keeping in mind that the three days are the more intense forms of mourning, and one should be much less distracted from the mourning on the first three days. So, Tanaravana, we learn in the of the following. Okay, and here's a good reason here. The reason the first three days are treated more severely than the remainder is that the soul of the deceased continues to hover over the dead body for the first three days, thinking to return to it. After three days, when the body's features have begun to change, it finally departs. And therefore, the, even though that's for the soul, but the person's mourning, it's still connected, so to speak. So the first three days are more difficult. So, Avel Gimel Yomim Roshonim Osir Bemalacha. A mourner for the first three days of Shiva is forbidden to work. Even if as a person needs tzedakah, you know, she needs to work. Too bad. So I guess that's probably where the custom then evolved. More than the first meal, you'd have to give meals for the first three days. Because if he's very poor and he can't work, he has no food. So we will have to give him food. So we already have come now to a point, a poor person is three days. Nowadays, you just call DoorDash, DoorDash. Doesn't take a lot of work to get food ready. Just say, give me a, give me a tray of this, tray of that. Boom, it gets delivered to the door. One phone call is not a very big deal. Anyway, but what if he's still poor and he still has to work? Mikanva Elech. After that, he can work discreetly in his home because he needs food. After the third day, 
But an ordinary person cannot work all seven days. Really, you can't work all seven days. That's part of Shiva. You have to be focused on the Shiva. But a poor guy, listen, he has to eat. So three days, too bad. That's the essential morning, most significant morning period. Can't even do then. What's going to happen? People are going to have to make you meals. After the third day, the poor man can work discreetly in his house. Isha and a woman after the third day of Shiva, meaning a poor woman as well. What does she do? She spins with her spindle within her home. Spindle word is con- work is considered especially casual and discreet and is more appropriate during Shiva than more strenuous occupations. So spin, you know, a lot of, a lot of women like, they, what do you call crochet? They're doing it relaxing and they listen. I have people who sometimes listen to my class yeah. and crochet at the same time. It's not distracting. It calms them down. Okay, but what if she can't provide for her needs with the spindle work? She has to do more. She could do more significant work, like accounting, whatever, but as long as it's discreet in their house. So that becomes the halacha. All right, that is brysa number one. Brysa number two. What if somebody is sitting shiva, and now he'd like to visit somebody else who's sitting shiva? So... Okay, we're ready to discuss this. Already said this. Okay, so now, Tanner Rabbanon, the rabbis uh, said, Avail Gimel Yomari Shonim, the first three days of mourner, ain't a holech He does not go to another house of mourning to pay him a condolence call. Because the first three days, he's very much involved with his own mourning and shouldn't mix the two at all. However, Mikanva Elach, after the first three days, Holech, he can go, but but he should not sit together with the consolers, but rather with those being consoled. Okay, interesting, and that would be the halacha. So let's think of a situation. Let's say you're sitting ship. Okay, I'm trying to figure out a situation because, but, uh, and your best friend, best friend is sitting shiva. How can you not visit your best friend? Or it could even be a relative who's not one of your close relatives, but a separate relative is sitting shiva. You want to pay a shiva call. So, so that, that would only be, now, if, let's say, the second relative shiva started after your shiva, then there's no need for you to go during your shiva. You can go when your shiva's over, right? So it only would be, let's say, where you had two relatives or two best friends, both lost family on the same day. So they're starting shiva on the same day. Now, if you're going to keep stay in your house the whole shiva, you won't be able to visit the other guy. So now, after the third day, you can go and visit him but you will sit on the low chairs together with him because you are still a mourner. Very interesting halacha. That, that is the halacha that people aren't aware of. It doesn't happen that often, but you know, you never know. You always have, uh, you always have situations once in a while that do happen. Uh, and first of all, can, can I go to the other person's house? So, but only if they both die on the same day because that's the only way there's no other way to do it 
So then you can do it. Or, or if you started the Shiva before him. Uh, if A started Shiva before B. So B can visit A when A is finished. Before he finishes. Uh, uh, rather, B. Uh, one second. If A uh, finishes his Shiva before B. Then A can visit B during after, his shift. But B can't visit A. So then B could go and visit A after the third day of his shiva while he's still sitting shiva and he can visit A. Alright, so that is when the funeral is we were assuming they buried him in the Yeah, yeah, okay, the funeral. Well the funeral the funeral is Okay, so that's an interesting could be more common. It would have to be common. It, it is, a, you know, may, you know, it could could have been Loaleno, you know, with the uh, with the October seventh, could have been because in within one community there could have been relatives. Yeah, But then again, they, I don't know. But it it definitely is a possibility, and one could leave one's house of mourning to go into another house of mourning. As long as you sit together with the mourners and you are sitting low like a mourner. Okay. Next halacha. Tana Rabbana. Rabbis taught the following. Ovel Gimel Yomim Roshodim. And Ovel on the first three days. Aser Vishelash Shalom. Is forbidden to greet others. To inquire after their welfare. He may not initiate a greeting. Nor may he respond in kind if greeted. Now, regarding what is considered a, a greeting, that is a whole halacha. Okay? But, uh, you know, how, how do people greet each other nowadays? Good morning. How are you? Hello? Good to see you? Whatever. How do you greet somebody? Right. Well... But, so what do, what do we see? On the first three days, the mourner can't greet, and you can't greet the mourner. So that's what, why people, that's first halacha people are, are very misguided in. You know? So what are you supposed to do? You just sit down. And no, you don't talk, and you don't greet. And then you wait for the mourner to start the discussion. That's that. That's how it's supposed to be. But you don't do any greeting. It's not a happy time. So that's the first three days. So in other words, three meaning day of the funeral is day one, day two, day three. Three days not. Or well, look what it says. It says first days. Mishloshava at shiva from the third day until the seventh. Okay. So now the question is: You just said the first day. So from third, he may respond. May shiv, he may respond if a greeting is offered to him, although they shouldn't have greeted him. Really, all seven days, mm-hmm. no greeting. That's the real halacha. Nothing, doing, period. First three days, there's nothing to talk about. But what if a person who's unaware greets him after the third day? So then he can, uh, may shiv, he can respond to it, but but he doesn't ask. After seven days, he can greet and respond in a regular fashion. So, Rabbi, okay. in the first three days. Now, we're going to ask questions. This is not the final halacha. 
was going to ask questions on this, but we'll see. Yeah. So in the first three days, if somebody greets him, you should just keep quiet. We'll see. The Gemara is going to say what you're going to do. Okay, it's very reminiscent of Tishabov also. We don't greet people. Problem is, people don't know. They go, oh, how are you? How's everything? <laughs> Not a good response. First, will be offended. So you have to figure out what to do. But anyway, that's the base halacha. So now we're just going to ask a question. Okay, now we have the b'risa. We're just going to reread one of the lines of the b'risa and ask a question on it. So, So the first three days, it's for written agreed others. I have a hatanya, we have a b'risa. The stories seem to be not that way. There was a story where the sons of Rabbi Akiva died. It's different gears. Some say one son, some say two sons, whatever. And all of Israel entered and eulogized them greatly. And when they were leaving, Rabbi Akiva got on a big bench for Amar and said the following very nice words. Our brethren, the house of Israel, listen to me. So even if I had buried two married sons, I would have been consoled by the great honor that you have done for me. How much more so, in fact, I buried only one unmarried son. In other words, you, you gave me so much consolation, I could have been consoled for even worse tragedy. All the more so I got consoled for a lesser tragedy. Now, and more than that, it's not done. For if you came in honor of Akiva, there's a lot of Akivas in the marketplace who do not honor in this manner. But rather, you obviously came because you said the following. The law of his God is in his heart and you wanted to give honor to the Torah. And all the more so, the more so that is your reward is doubled, all right, because that the, the death of his son caused such an honor of Torah, which testifies to the son's great righteousness. So go back to your homes in peace. That certainly sounds like a greeting to me. Even if you're leaving, you can have a greeting both ways. When they come, when you leave. It's a greeting both ways. Go in peace. That's an amazing greeting. Mar says, no. Covet shum, rabim rabbi is shiny. Respect to the public is different. And it's permitted even from the first three days of the Shiva. There's a lot of tamidah chachamim. you got to give honor to them too. Don't bring a proof from that story. All right. The Bryce next stated, from the third day to the seventh, he can respond but not initiate the greeting. After the seven days, greet and respond in the regular way. Ah, so Moore's now going to ask on that last state. So it comes out once Shiva is passed from the Brysa, the mourner can initiate greetings and respond to greetings, which is not going to be the halacha because we have a question from the following. Veramina, we have a question from the following. Brysa, it says, You find your friend, you didn't see him at Shiva. You find your friend when? You missed all Shiva. And now you see him three weeks after. How, how are things, you know? And you know the guy lost his father. 
He obviously lost his father. So what do you do the first time you see the guy? You offer him condolences, meaning you say, If you miss the shiv, let's say you're out of town. And now, let's say it was a guy in the minion. You're out of town for two weeks. He came back, you heard his father died. You come now, you see him for the first time. Awkward time. Not awkward. You go over to him, That's it. Because you never comforted him, and you can comfort him. But, but you don't greet him. And this is after seven days. After 30 days, and the mourning period is over, then you can greet him. You don't give him uh, um, comfort because he's no longer a mourner. Now, we're not talking about parents now. We're not talking about parents now. So let's just do regular mourning. Regular mourning is 30 days. When the mourning's over, it's over. You're not allowed to be machmer on yourself, and I want to keep more than 30 days. We don't offer comfort anymore. You're already been comforted after 30 days. That's it. Okay? Now, but what, what, so interesting. We see within 30 days, though, you see, you're not allowed to greet. That's where the question is from that first line. We said before, after Shiva's over, it appears you can greet. Only seven days is a problem. Here we say, even after 30 days, you do not ask uh, any greeting. So that is going to be the question, but we're still going to finish the b'risa. Mesa ishto v'nas What if the guy's wife died and he married another... You know, I'm going to stop it here. It's already 7.58. We already see what the question is. The question is, we see you can't greet him even after seven days. So we'll have to come back to that tomorrow.